When she was young, Lady Anne Breach had been proud of a good figure. Constant exercise on the marshes had preserved this, although, like her husband, she was now in her seventies. Decades of soft drizzle had kept her skin perfect, and her thick white hair was lustrous from the sea mist. When she'd come to Breach Hall as a young bride, there had still been a little money left in the family, but not much, and she had frequently had to bag their supper along the creeks. Since then, years of squinting along the sights of a variety of firearms had given her pleasant, rain-smoothed features a slightly lopsided look. Wherever she was, the larger of her fine grey eyes drifted upwards as if scanning the skies for incoming geese. She glanced up eagerly at the sound of movement outside the door, as if she expected to see a rabbit, or more likely one of the large colony of rats which enjoyed full board at the hall, come to try its luck in the garden room. Seeing that it was only her diminutive husband, she removed her hand from her air rifle and returned with a disappointed air to Green's fouling pieces. Neither of them read much, unless it was technical material such as this, and they were indifferent to outside news of any sort. So it was fortunate that they both had a passion to distract them from the monotony. Trying to keep his excitement under control, Freddy Breach nodded and hurried past her towards the small kitchen enclosure he'd made from some salvaged doors. He was still damp and cold from his latest marsh vigil and very hungry, but he poured himself a stiff gin before rummaging for matches to light the gas ring. When they had given Commander Peckry and his wife a lease to set up a Golden Haven retirement home in most of their echoing, dilapidated house, the breaches had reserved part of the ground floor for their own use, as well as a few bedrooms. The garden room ran along the park side of the house and was scattered with islands of worn or damaged furniture, most of it under dust covers. The covers had an aesthetic as well as protective function. They lent the room an air of potential grandeur, disguising its actual shabbiness. They also meant that the remains of the family furniture could be forgotten about, while its owners got on with other, more interesting things. The breeches lived, ate, and slept in various parts of the long room, migrating from one end to the other according to the season. The winter end was divided up by a series of makeshift screens scavenged from the seashore, set around a large wood-burning stove. Years before, Freddy had boarded up the enormous fireplace and boldly jammed the metal flue from the stove into the remains of the elegant plasterwork escutcheon above it. Although the screens were unnecessary in early June, they remained in position all year round, just as the French windows remained sealed with adhesive tape. A carpet of old newspapers insulated their feet from the cold marble floor.